1: With the internet allowing musicians to reach your fans so easily, do you still really need to tour?
2: That's the very question we're going to answer in just a few minutes. Let's roll that intro. Welcome
1: to Bridge the Atlantic's B-Sides, a show where we share material that doesn't quite fit in with our weekly interview series. Here on B-Sides, we focus on empowering musicians and all creatives to craft careers by arming you with the tools you need to make it in the entertainment industry. So if you're new here, consider subscribing.
2: We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barbersmith smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians.
1: And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcy Novelli from Canada. When I'm not releasing music or doing this show, I'm producing records and directing music videos. Speaking of which, if you'd like to work together, hit me up on any of my socials.
2: Before we jump into the episode, we just want to let you know that we are on Patreon and you can become a Bridger from as little as a dollar per month. You gain access to our exclusive Encore series featuring never-before-seen videos with our guests, and your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly videos here at Bridge the Atlantic. That's right.
1: And lastly, you can head on over to our website to pick up one of our official shirts. Use the coupon code BTAROCKS to receive 20% off your order as our little way of saying thank you.
2: Today, we are going to be looking at touring and whether with the opportunities that social media brings, if you need to tour to build an audience and have a successful career.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the past few years, so many artists have been building huge audiences online. So we're really looking at whether or not touring is as essential as it used to be.
2: Yeah, so we're going to kick things off with um, a segment from a recent interview. So we spoke with producer and engineer Nick Bogona about um what traits or similarities he sees between successful bands and artists. And here's what he had to say.
1: You know, are there any common traits or habits you see between the successful people that you've worked with?
0: Yeah, go on the road. Most bands don't do this, particularly Canadian bands. The problem with Canada is so huge. I mean, if Vancouver was where Windsor is and Halifax where Montreal is, uh, it would be great. Mm. Uh, you know, in England, you got good examples all bands tour because you know it's everything's close together and the same thing in the states it's a personal contact there's a contact situation with artists you mm-hmm. have to have a fan base and you can't get a it cannot get a really good fan base unless you're out there you go to do a college circuit mm-hmm. and so forth and i keep saying this to all artists and sometimes you have a band Particularly in Amer- Americana, you have a band, uh, you do a whole band album, and they go on the road with two people, and oh. they wonder why they're not getting any results. Well, what they want to hear is the band, see the band, because hmm. that's what the album is. So they really don't want to see a you know uh, an acoustic version of the same thing. Um, yeah, you need to go on the road to get any su- success. It's uh,
1: something I struggle with, and um, because. Uh, it, it's actually interesting. If I think of some of my favorite artists that I've remained such a strong fan of them for so many years, it's it's usually because I've met them in person at some point, you know, and I've had that personal connection. They've given me a hug, or they we've spoken some words, and that makes them a real person, not just an untouchable, you know, image. So oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. The,
0: the best industry for that kind of stuff is country. Yeah you've got a thing in Nashville called fanfare where uh, you've got booths and all the great artists <laughs> have their own booths and you meet your favorite artists. No and way. You get, I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah, You get selfies and so forth no and, and and so on. And suddenly, you know, they, they, they get, they get the feel that they're part of, of that. Another way, of course, as an indie person is to um, get money from your fans and you put their names on the album,
2: mm-hmm,
0: you know, and, I'm doing. you know, and stuff like that. But that only works to a certain degree. They want to see you. They want to bop to your music. If you're a rock band, they want to see you. They want to see you live anyway. And so, uh, in in your case, you know, uh, acoustic guitar and vocal uh, with one member and doing the festivals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of summer festivals, and uh, you know, uh, I'm working with an artist, Tia McGrath, and they're going. Uh, they tour constantly, husband and wife team. They've toured for ten years, and they've got now a large fan base in England and in the states. But it's hard work all the time on the road, and it's not for the weak of heart, I tell you. But Absolutely. you know, from the nineteen. 19- from the 1920s, I talked to some old guys who worked with Glenn Miller and, and, and the Dorsey brothers back in the 30s, and they would tour constantly. And, and Glenn Miller was really smart because they had a hard time touring with those buses in the winter because, you know, they weren't equipped for the winter. So what they did was they bought uh, rail trains and sleeper cars, and they would head on to Kansas City, and they would hitch a ride to Chicago, and that's how they used to do it. But they would tour six days a week amazing for years and the same thing with this whole rock and roll thing back in the 50s they they had a whole festival and you know uh, uh, of of your motown all your motown stars would go to high schools you know uh, my wife mary jane grew up in winter and sh- she remembered the temptations and stevie wonder going mm-hmm. and playing at high schools you you don't do that anymore mm-hmm. but it was touring it was touring constantly, and that's... I
1: love that, because, you know what, the internet's opened up such an opportunity for artists like myself to reach such a, a vast audience in the online, in the internet scape, in the internet world. Um, but uh, you're, you're right, and even though we can do videos and all that kind of stuff, and I do all these things because yeah. my following truly matters to me. I mean, otherwise I'm just in my basement playing guitar if I don't have my yeah. following. But, you know, there, I have a strong desire, and I know they do too, for me to co-out, be in person, give an actual hug, play an actual song, yeah. share a moment, you know, and I'm really looking forward to that. So my, thanks my, for the my, reminder.
0: My, my suggestion is, is that, uh, I don't know if it still works today with uh, Soundscape, but if you can find an area in the world that uh, you're popular on the internet, then my suggestion is you go there and do a gig in that city. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how many people show up.
1: Okay, so while there's definitely truth and evidence to back up what Nick's saying, we do believe that with social media, you can be successful without actually ever stepping foot on the road, which I know is going to piss off a lot of people, yeah. but it's kind of the truth.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think touring for a lot of artists is still going to be a, a piece of the puzzle, um, but I don't think it's necessarily the be all and end all like maybe it used to be that you had to go on the road in order to make a living. I think now, you know, a lot of artists don't need to go on the road because they're making money in other ways. They're making money through music licensing, or they're making money through streaming, believe it or not, or they're making money through selling music and merch. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, they don't need to be going on the the road to make this money. And, um, you know, there can be a lot of money in touring. Um, And you don't need to go on the road to reach a new audience now. I mean, you can reach that new audience online. But uh, in saying that, it is still an important piece of the puzzle for some.
1: I think that's the important distinction is, I think years ago, you could not find your audience without going onto the road. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You you couldn't get a single fan. No one would hear your music other than yourself and maybe a handful of friends unless you went on on the road. Now, I mean sometimes it's kinda of opposite. You can go out on the road and play for nobody, or you can work your 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 you know, work your magic online and actually reach a wide audience that might be worldwide, you know, but maybe not so much in your own neck of the woods. So I mean I think there's something to be said about about looking at it from different angles. Now there are certain acts that are definitely um, they're definitely more successful by being a live band, you know what I mean? Because their mm-hmm. material is a lot more about the live show, if you know what I mean? Where there's some artists that the material is just, um, it, it maybe doesn't even translate as well live. Maybe it's a little bit opposite. Do you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong, there is absolutely no substitute for that real life human interaction. Nothing will ever beat that. I mean, we come pretty close. Um, you know, like right now, just, you know, looking at, uh, com- uh, at a screen and-, and chatting, it's pretty close. Like where we are now in, in the world, um, you know, with all of us sharing videos online. I mean, it even used to just be sharing um, text online with each other than-, than photos. Now, video streaming is just so easily um, uh, attainable. And uh, it's-, it's really out there that this one-on-one is becoming so much more seen than it ever was before. But it's still not skin-touching. It's still not a hug. You know what I mean? It's still not really the synergy of being in the room with somebody, you know? Um, but, you know, it's 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 just not the only way to reach an audience anymore and to engage an audience is to go on tour. That's just not the case anymore, you know? Yeah.
2: And, and you know, it's something that you mentioned when we were talking with Nick is... That, um, you know, maybe not being able to do full long, long tours, Mm -hmm. you can still do shorter tours, or you can still do sort of one off shows, or like maybe two or three shows in a a really kind of small run. That way you are still getting out there and and playing to the audience and meeting your audience. But It doesn't, you know, touring, I think, in some ways, it's kind of redefined a little bit now, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be. A huge long tour. So, the, so there's that. And there's also, you know, online shows, you know, like through stage it and concert window and all these things. There are still ways of playing to those audience. I mean, sure. In that respect, you're not going to actually meet them. You're not going to have the physical kind of contact, but you know, that's another avenue that you can go down if. You're not in the position to be going out on the road for you know two, three, four, m- five months, and you know at a time.
1: Right, but you know I think that it's important for everyone to know that we definitely love touring. We see from, some of our favorite artists when they come around. It's a very different experience than just seeing them online, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think they both have a place. And the, the magic about the world that we live in today is that before you even head out onto the road, you can start building a following online first, which is something yeah. that you couldn't really do you know, at least not to the extent now, you can't really do that 10 years ago, around five years ago, where where it is to this point, well, maybe 10 years ago, that's maybe where it hit when the MySpace kind of era hit. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that was kind of the turning point. But the idea of building a following online before you even hit the road, so there's actually an audience there is kind of phenomenal. It's kind of changed what a live show is about. You know, like you know, live show originally started out with, that's how I'm gonna build a following. Now it's like, no, I'm gonna go play to reach to to actually interact one-on-one with our following in real life. You know, and of course you get there and you play the shows and you hope to grow that following. You know, um, but so there's still that aspect to it. But it's just there's a beauty to be able to build it online. I think I think it's a it's part of the whole toolbox. It's part of the whole spectrum of things that you need to do as an artist but uh you know i think don't beat yourself up if that's not in your uh immediate attainable goals you know what i mean if you there are many other things you can do to grow your career at this time um but do it if you can get out on the road do it Uh, especially before you have kids it's a lot easier i'm speaking (laughs) from experience you know But, uh, you know, something I do do want to mention is, um, as a parent myself, you know, I do still tour, but I don't do massive tours. I don't do long tours. I do them in spurts, you know, because that works out better for me. And uh, I kind of focus my energy on making music and uh, connecting with my audience online until I can completely get out to all the places I want to get out to. um, Because it's a lot easier said than done. Let's just put it that way.
2: Yeah. And like we've said multiple times about various things, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. You just kind of have to do what is going to work for you um, at any given time. And that's likely going to change throughout yeah. your career. So, Isn't that what's kind know, of just... beautiful
1: about the time we're in now? Like there is no roadmap, yep. which is really frustrating. There's not really a roadmap like there used to be. But, you know, that can be scary. But that's also amazing because like there's just no right or wrong way. Just try things out, see what works for you, and not everything, not the same things, are not going to work for for different artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try your thing, see what clicks for you. Some artists suck at social media, so they better get out there on the road. You know what I mean? Um. Or some people just don't like social media, or or vice versa. Some people don't like playing live, and you know this is the first time in music history that you can actually not like playing live but still have an audience. So you yeah. know what? Whether or not it's the way it used to, or whatever, embrace what it is now. I would say strongly that both are very, very important.
2: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's a really good place for us to wrap it up. Um, we'd love to hear what you think, uh, what works for you, what hasn't worked for you. You know, share, share your stories with us because uh, we do love to hear from you. Uh, if you want more from us, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of these bad boy shirts while you're there. That's
1: right. And that's for me. I'm working on my new solo album. You can check out my music on Spotify and iTunes and just about everywhere and anywhere you like to stream or download music. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all my name, Marcin Novelli, and uh, keep a heads up for when I'm on tour. See what I did there? Yeah. I
2: did that? <laughs> I see what you did. I see what you did. There it comes and I again. Yeah. And I am working on where I say blah. I am working on websites for various artists at the moment and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk you'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as electrickiwi and on Facebook Electric Kiwi design.
1: this episode was brought to you by 30 Roses a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives and social surge. all links are in the description so please check them out because they do what
2: Ross they keep the show alive That's right. and if you would like to sponsor the show visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic we have recently updated our awards which now include sponsorship at the start of our interviews an opportunity for you to co-host an episode and of course gain access to our new encore series make sure to subscribe on youtube and itunes so you don't miss any episodes and please do leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show all
1: right so that's it for b-sides we'll be back next week with a brand new interview
2: oh yeah and make sure to catch a brand new b-sides episode on the last tuesday of every month i don't know what i'm doing
0: anymore
1: see everybody bye bye guys